Just curious. Welcome to Just Curious Media. This is That's a Crime. I'm Jason Connell. And I'm Sal Rodriguez. All right, Sal. We are back for another crime. Yeah, finally. Haven't said that in a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's been a while. That sounded good. I liked hearing that. Yeah. The last crime we put out, November 30th, 2022. I know. December got the best of me. We had to go out of town. Yes. Had a bit of a family scare. Mm. Everything's okay. In a better place. But that takes you out of town. You come back. It's the holidays. Sure. It was nuts. But we are back together now, Sal. And I'm excited to be doing this crime with you. Yeah. I'm happy to be here. And this crime... I think specifically this particular crime that we're covering today is unlike anything that we've covered. That's true. Right? This is this is sort of an odd one. Very odd. And today we're breaking down the true crime story of movie stunt leads to real life deadly game in 1993. Wow. That would make it 30 years old, Sal. That yes. was not deliberate. I came across this. I remembered it. And I'm excited to break it down here with you to dive into things. And are you ready? Yes. Yes, I'm ready for this one. So 30 years ago, in 1993, a movie entitled The Program came out, right? Which I saw in the theater. Nice. Well, because it's a sports movie, movie. right? Yeah, football. Sports movie, football movie. It deals with... A college, it's kind of like Florida State, FSU. They're called ESU. Florida State at the time was very good. I say them because the colors and some of the you know yeah. symbols look the same. But you're following this program where it's all about, I mean, Blue Chips kind of had these layers to it, which was a basketball movie with Nick Nolte made by William Friedkin. But this is akin to that. Like the inner workings, the program is everything, you know, we'll cover up anything we need to because the program is really what's carrying the schools, you know. And this is, yeah. a lot of this is true. I went to a big college where they had a big-time college program and basketball program. We went to the Final Four when I was there. The football got better since I left because T. Boone Pickens, rest in peace, left the program, the school, billions of dollars, and all of a sudden my old school was like, wait a second, we have a new stadium and now we're like top 10 of the country. But I've seen it. I knew enough athletes to think like, oh my God, they do cover these things up. So it wasn't lost on me, but this movie's a bit over-dramatized, okay? It's a fun movie. It's not a great movie, but uh, always enjoyable. And for the time when I saw it in my early days, I thought, oh, wow, this is great, <laughs> you know? And of course, I loved, loved uh, the coach, which was played by Khan, oh, yes. the famous Khan. You know who I'm talking about. Sure, James Khan, right? James Khan, Jimmy Khan. I was going to call him Jimmy. I was going to go old school. <laughs> Godfather, yeah. rest in peace, James Khan. But yeah, he's fantastic as the coach. And it was directed by David S. Ward. Now, I don't know the name, because and I love movies. I'm a cinephile, but I was like, oh, yeah, okay, let me look him up again. He wrote and directed the movie. He also wrote and directed Major League. Major League Two, two big sports movies, especially Major League. And he was the writer of The Sting, which wow. I love that movie. Classic. Yeah. Right? So Newman, Redford. 
And he did many more things. Well, that's who put this in play. And the cast again, James Caan. Beyond him, Halle Berry, Omar Epps, Christy Swanson, Craig Schaefer. He plays the quarterback, Joe Kane. And he's trying to get the Heisman, and they're you know publicizing him as Kane is able. That's like one of the storylines. It's kind of funny. But anyway, I saw it in the theater. I knew it well. But Sal, you're telling me no recollection. <laughs> uh, whenever I think of dates, I think of where I was and you know where I was at in my life at that yeah. time. Was I seeing movies in that spell? I would say that there was a period in time in the maybe mid-90s, so you know, 93, 94, 95, where I probably wasn't seeing a ton of movies. Yeah, yeah, probably, okay. I probably wasn't. I wasn't a cinephile during those few years in the '90s, I would say. And then I got into movies again in the late '90s. Okay, yeah, there All was right. a little, a little absence there. I don't know what the hell I was doing, but movies, I yeah, probably not a ton of them. Well, I hadn't seen a lot of good football movies in a while, not since North Dallas Forty, which is incredible. But our Rudy comes out in the early '90s. That was incredibly impactful. Sure, I've uh, heard of it. And then. A great movie. So I was all about going to see them. And so I went with friends and we went and saw this. And in that original release, now I'm in the movie theater. The film contained a scene where several ESU football players lay on the yellow dividing line of a busy local road as a test of their courage. I remember this scene vividly. And I thought, oh, wow, it's a, you know, it, it plays well for the movie in the context of things. You know, a team's all about camaraderie. And, it, of course, you're testing one another. It's a lot of that stuff going on, a lot of peer pressure. So I remember it well. Thought it was a cool scene, sure enough. Well, now this infamous scene, Joe Kane, in this infamous scene, I should say, Joe Kane, played by Craig Schaefer, he is the first to lie down. So here's your quarterback, right? The leader of the team. He's laying down in the middle of the road and he's reading aloud a Sports Illustrated article about him, kind of that was poking holes in his game a little. Like, okay, you don't think oh, I'm... Oh, I didn't know that. He was reading about himself. He's, he's reading about himself like, yeah, oh, you think wow. I'm afraid of pressure? You think oh, I can't handle the big moment? And that, that oh, kind of, okay. you know, I'm paraphrasing here. Yes. And then all the while, why cars are passing. And it's, yeah, the way it's done in the movie, it's like, oh, this is fun. You know, hey, you crazy kids. And then he does it and the lineman gets involved, and the defensive lineman and the running back. So they're all just starting to create this like human snake, or you would say yes, centipede. Yes. And they're just down or <laughs> down a line. Yes. And yeah, it's high risk, but it's also like, you know, they're really not in that much danger. It's a movie. And, you know, I never thought twice about it. I thought it was a cool scene. I question it now. <laughs> I, I have to point something out that that to me is very important. Please. Uh, and, and that is the street itself or the highway itself. Yeah. Because even in our description here, we say yellow dividing line, but actually wasn't the yellow dividing line, but rather a broken white line. Yeah. So it was not as I originally imagined it, which would be, a, let's say, a two-lane highway with a yellow solid yeah. line. Now, if you were to lay down in the middle of that two-lane highway where cars are going yeah. in opposite directions... That would not be as dangerous as the way they are actually doing it, which is laying on the broken line with cars going in the same direction, which means they are free to change lanes at any time. You're right which means about that, Sal. Yes. I would say that I would honestly say that to lay on a broken white line is more dangerous than to lay on a solid yellow dividing line. Yeah, I agree. And I took that 
from one of the articles and put it in there. And then I went and found the scene. And you're yeah. absolutely right, which you've seen the scene too, because yeah. now yeah. you can bring this comment. And you're right. It was not the yellow line. It was just a random broken line. And you can do yeah. anything you want on that. You can pass sure. anybody. You can pass yep. people in your own lane. But that aside, we have the scene. We're going to put it on here. We're going to pipe through yeah. the audio. And uh, we did this in another episode recently. And sometimes the audio cuts out. We're going off YouTube. Hopefully it works. We're going to pipe it right in. And we'll watch the scene. And we'll continue to talk about what well, we haven't even gotten to the crime, which is tragic. Sure. But we're setting sure. the stage. Yeah, it is quite a stunt. I've never seen this stunt before. And I was really, I, I mean, I don't know if the word is impressed. But I, yeah, it, it is quite a spectacle. Yes, it is. So bear with me as you will see the screen behind me. Tell me when you see it, so. Things are I happening. I see it saying, given the YouTube logo. Oh, that's a good start. That's a good start. <laughs> yes, it is. And we can talk over it. There's a lot of downs. Yeah, because it's not a trailer. This is a, 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 the very scene. Where are we going? You can guys? you hear it? We I to... say we yeah, go I can hear it. Oh, yeah, I'm going to have a hell yeah, of a lot of Yeah, they're walking out. Were they in a bar? Is that what they were in the bar? Yeah. 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 Can we dance there? Oh, yes. Oh, no. And tonight's sandwich tonight. Drunken Joe, football players walking out of a bar. Not good. Mojo rising. See? That see. guy was a night breed. Right? No night breed. setting anything, Joe. And you are in no shape. That's Kubiak from Parker Lewis Can't Lose. Oh, my God. Yes. So he's out there. Joe, come on, yeah. what are you doing? Crazy. Nice breaks. Joe, get back here. Whoa, hey. Why is he always doing stuff like this? Because he's drunk off his ass. Oh, great. Yeah, not the yellow line. Come on, let's go get him, Alvin. No, you go get him. Yeah, he hasn't laid down yet. And he just sits down and he pulls out the Sports Illustrated. Oh, man. I wonder how they shot that. That car's pretty close. See, he's reading the article here. Oh, how good he is under pressure. When somebody drifts and crosses the line to pass, you can't take the heat, get off the highway. Shit. Come on, they'll hit me first. Starting to look like a loaf of wonder bread out there. Hey, you know, they're making us look like a bunch of pussies standing here sucking our thumbs. Yeah, there's nobody from the defense. See? Peer pressure. What are you looking at? Why would you do that? Why would you? Yeah, let me go lay in the street. White boys. There they go. Oh, there's Joy Lauren Adams, everybody. Chasing Amy. Oh, oh yeah, that's it. Yes. Oh, she's a doll. She's an absolute doll. Omar Epps. He doesn't do it, right? Oh, he's Does a rookie. He? Not a rookie, sorry. This is a pros. He's a freshman. Yeah, you know what? You know, yellow or, or white, whatever. Those. This is a da very dangerous stunt. Very, very dangerous. Still reading. Does Elmer not go? Maybe he doesn't go. Woo! Yeah, I'd never seen this before. Pretty amazing. There pretty you amazing. go. Pretty dangerous. And thrilling. You know what I mean? Young, stupid, Absolutely. drunk people. What a thrilling thing to do. You only live once. Uh, very dangerous. You know, you know what makes that so dangerous? Is that you're relying, you're having to rely on all these strangers driving by you. Absolutely. Why are you? Yeah. you, you I, I can't. I don't know these people. I don't know what they're going to do, you know, so it's incredibly dangerous. It plays well in a movie. Yeah. Great. Thrilling. Teenagers, 20-year-old kids, football players, very impressionable. Yeah. I was in my 20s when I saw this, early 20s. 
I thought it was great. I wasn't about to go do it, but I thought it was a sure. cool scene. I got yeah. the impact. You weren't going to go do it. <laughs> but I wasn't 15, 16, 17 uh, around peer pressure. So this yeah. scene right here yeah. that you just witnessed led to several real-life teenagers imitating exactly what they saw, which is indeed a crime, Sal. <laughs> Obstruction of traffic. Is it a misdemeanor? Okay. Probably a misdemeanor, okay. but we cover I, everything I, from a misdemeanor we, to a murder. No, but you know what? I feel like there should be something between a misdemeanor and a felony, like 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 something in the middle, right? Something like like because because a misdemeanor could be like I don't know, you break somebody's window. That's a, right. a misdemeanor, right? Okay, that's bad, but you broke a window. Misdemeanor versus felony, you assault somebody. Yeah. Somewhere in between, somewhere in the middle of those, I think this should fall. When you break that window, do you break it to unlock it and come in? Or you just mean like break a window with a ball? Maybe vandalizing. Yeah, maybe. Vandalizing. Yeah. Frisbee. Yeah, okay. yeah, there you go. Yeah. So in one case of these teenagers imitating what they saw, 18-year-old Michael Schindeldecker of Polk, Pennsylvania was killed almost instantly when he and a friend were struck by a pickup truck while lying on a two-lane highway copying the stunt. His friend, 17-year-old Dean Bartlett, was critically injured. I mean, that is tragic. Two teenagers, football players, maybe, maybe not, Figured they would imitate this. They probably just saw the program. And you had to see it in the theater because we'll get into what happens to this particular scene. So they're talking about it. It's just the two of them, which is kind of shocking. Um, Unless others were standing by, we don't know. But this is so tragic. Yeah. And then in another case, 17-year-old Michael Macias of Syosset, New York, which I'd never heard of, say I said, New York, was put in intensive care after being hit by a car while mimicking the scene. So these are just three cases I've come across. One death, two critically injured. Hopefully they lived and recovered from this. But law enforcement authorities and family members said the teens were copying the daredevil stunt from the program and feared that scores of other young men are copying the stunt as well, or they were going to. And Michael's mother, Michael Schindeldecker, his mother Patricia, gave the following statement. Sal, why don't you read that for us? My son saw the movie last weekend, and I know he was playing the game because the kids playing it with him told me. They said about 30 other kids were playing the game a few miles up the road in another town the same night. As a parent... I know that 95% of what gets on TV or in the movies gets into kids' heads. Why are they putting these movies out for our children? I mean, here's a a mother who's just lost her teenager. Of course, like, I would be outraged, and it's easy to lay blame. I mean, I get it. Why is this in in this movie? At the same time, I mean, this is probably before video games got darker and there's a lot more sadistic things out there this was before uh viral trends Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in 93 how does a trend what's it called propagate extrapolate how does it how does a trend go viral in 93 people were going to see the movie 
it was popular. When you have a movie that also deals with football and team, sometimes your team goes to see the movie, so you see it in these big waves. I saw that. I mean, it happened a lot. In fact, when I was working in a movie theater, years after this came out, uh, not too many years later, but it was after, I worked in a movie theater in the college town that I went to. By the way, I went to Oklahoma State, Stillwater, Oklahoma, big program. The night before games, football games, which is a bigger team, you know, it's like 50, 60 players, they would call, set up an event because they stay at a hotel that night. They keep the team on a lockdown for a home game and they would go see a movie as a team. And I remember taking that call and then giving them the rundown and then blocking out that movie for them. They didn't see the program that wasn't there then, but you know, they would do that. So here's, imagine if they saw the program as a team, everyone's just, Mm. you know, on another wavelength and people walk away with ideas. So it was, that was the viral then you would probably go see it, see it often. People would talk about it. I saw, we were talking about it. And honestly, I was hearing about these tragedies right after it hit the airwaves, it hit the news. Wow. So it was different. It wasn't like we were prehistoric, pre-internet. It was just different. There was less noise, so these things would perk up. You know. Well, I didn't get on the. the, I didn't get my first email until ninety-seven. Yeah, it was about ninety-seven. The news had a bigger role. I wasn't cruising around the line till like ninety-seven, ninety-eight. Yeah, is that late? Of course. When were a lot of people? When were you cruising around? Yeah, late nineties. Mid. I was, you know, mid nineties. Yeah. Anyway, so the word got out there. People knew about it, Sal. And in fact, you know, when you're a kid, you love a movie. You might go to multiple viewings, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, because you know what? You know why? Then it was easy to sneak into movies back well, then. Well, look at you. Look at Sal. That's, that, that's that a crime. Was, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I just realized that. Yeah, if I was attending the movies in the early 90s, I probably was sneaking in. Definitely sneaking in somewhere. Sneaking in the movies. Uh, also sneaking One in the, the, uh, the trunk of the back of yeah, the, uh, drive-in. For drive-thru, yeah. drive-ins. I was going to call it drive-thru. Drive-thru movies. One of the movies that I did book the team to come see was uh, The Long Kiss Goodnight. You ever see that? I've heard of Jenny it. Davis. Very good. And they, and they love, I knew, like, I got to choose because, like, what do you think, Jason? And I took him to that movie. He's like, oh, this one, the team's going to love it. And I popped in during the movie, and they're just like, ah. nice. it was a really fun action movie. Anyway, due to these tragic events, Buena Vista did remove the scene from the film. I knew this too. Wow. So they went in, and it was still in theaters. So no post-theatrical versions of the movie contain the scene, leading many to speculate that the studio destroyed the actual negatives of the controversial sequence. What? Come on. However, (laughs) as we've all just witnessed, the scene can be found (laughs) on YouTube. And one source stated that the scene was not cut from the Hong Kong Laserdisc or the Australian DVD releases wow. for whatever reason. I don't really well, understand that. Well, I don't know. Are, are people... They, they it, said, no, that stays. I think that there are... I think we've seen that... Uh, well, I don't know. You have these countries like China, which would have had a version with... It would have been more censored, right? Mm-hmm. But then you have other countries where the version is less censored. Yeah. I think, yeah, Australia, I'm not surprised. Hong Kong, maybe I'm surprised. I would imagine that Hong Kong would be more restrictive. 
What I don't know, though, because I saw it right when it came out. Yeah. I think it had a pretty good run. It was a different time. Maybe less screens, but stays on screens longer. I do believe they went in and took it out of the theatrical version because that's you can do that. I worked at theaters long enough. You just take it out, and then they had to make sure. I'm sure some houses left it in, but it took it out. And then the DVD, I should say VHS, that came out first. I got a VHS when I worked at Blockbuster of it, brought it to some friends to show everybody, and we watched it, and it definitely wasn't in that because i explained oh, the but that scene. was the whole reason you wanted to see the deleted scene no they, no they wanted to see no they wanted to see the movie they'd never seen it oh, like, oh okay so oh, it's oh, not, it wasn't so much about the deleted no it wasn't scene. everybody no it was different crew and i showed it to them and they really loved it for what it is it, it, it's enjoyable but yeah that scene was not there and i was uh, like ah see and it wasn't it was like a promo copy because i worked at blockbuster you could get a promo copy and it would say like every so often like do not copy this. This is yeah, property yeah. of Blockbuster. But this is yes. like an employee perk. You could just take it home and show people and you couldn't copy it yeah. or anything. So that was it. not on there. That I recall. Wow. But Buena Vista and Touchstone Pictures, a division of Disney, were not liable, but did release a statement that offered condolences to the family, but defended the film. And Sal, please read their statement, if you would. The scene in the program clearly depicts this adolescent action as an irresponsible and dangerous stunt by a troubled and heavily intoxicated individual and in no way advocates or encourages this type of behavior. Wow. Okay. Well, they're, they're... individuals. Well, what's say. funny is that, I, I mean, I don't mean it's funny, but what's, what's interesting no. is that they kind of wash their hands of responsibility, yeah. yet they remove the scene. Yet they remove the scene. Well, you know what then though? I think that's a kind of a show of good faith if you then like in other I words, think so. Like we're not we're not, we're not responsible ultimately responsible for your children, but we do want to go ahead and, and respond to your concerns so we will But the optics it. So, aren't good. Well, I'm yeah, sure the backlash, which I didn't start researching. I'm sure that like we're not taking our team to go see that movie. We're not condoning that movie. Yeah. So it was probably like thinking, "Hey, we're going to go to video rental soon." Let's take it out. And I really would be curious to see what uh, David S. Ward, the writer-director, thought about it. Because mm -hmm. I'm sure, listen, he's an artist and he's directing this big movie. And I'm sure he doesn't want anybody to be hurt by something you've created. So I'm sure his take is maybe, I don't know, it could be very personal and like, wow, once I knew this was happening, it had to come out. Oddly enough, he was uh, born in Rhode Island. So uh, I don't know if he's floating around these parts. And so yes. maybe, uh, maybe I'll have him on the program to talk about the program <laughs> on the show. But uh, that would be one thing. Only one thing I would talk about. Hey, he wrote the sting. I would have him on for that yes. first. But I would no, love but to just know what his take was. I would. Yeah, that's exactly. Now that you bring that up, it's very interesting because you know that writers will bring up stuff from their own life. I wonder if when he was young, he ever actually did a stunt like that. Who knows? Or did he just conjure it up for the movie? That's something odd to conjure up for a movie. That is an incredible stunt. It really is. I mean, yeah. a as a stunt, I got to say, it's impressive. It works. It works. Don't yeah. do it. Nobody do it. No. But it is pretty impressive. Oh, and, and I, and and, I uh, thought about it. And, and I shouldn't just pass this over but you know make light of it the scene was impactful like if i had to think about a scene from the program 
that's the scene I'm walking away with. A lot of the other stuff is like, oh, I've seen it. Oh, yeah, there's that's kind of cool. But that's a scene that I would think about like, oh, yeah, I remember in the program and I lay down and you ever crossed a busy street because you had to and you, you think like, oh, it was always there. Yeah. It wasn't like it just went away and lost on me. It was very impactful. Mm-hmm. And I should also point out if I have Mr. Ward on the show, it would be on Let's Talk Movies. Mm. I probably wouldn't have him on that's this unless right. yeah, we really right. just unless we just <laughs> focused on the program and this particular <laughs> scene. Let's focus on how your writing uh, possibly caused the deaths of young people. I thought this was a movie podcast. No, no, no. This is a crime <laughs> podcast. So that's all I got, Sal. I was uh, fascinated to come across this again. And listen, this research, I didn't delve too, too deep because I had all this in front of me. But I wonder... How many more scores of people did this? I mean, there was fear that this was going to be a copycat kind of thing. Obviously, these two cases, I believe there was more. Maybe not as reported. This is older. It was hard enough to find these. But I wonder, you know, if there wasn't waves more injured and hopefully no more deaths. But uh, highly possible. Highly possible. As popular as this movie was. But you know what, though? I think it's good that it did come out in 93 and not... 2023 yeah. because uh it would become viral they oh, would yeah. call it the oh, road challenge it would go yeah. viral and there would probably be thousands of young people uh doing doing uh, such a crazy stunt and when this did happen and i definitely knew about it i'm glad that they took the uh initiative and removed it because it'd really? still be out there living today yes we can find it online if you know what you're yeah. looking for but people that pop it in it's not even on their radar. And yeah. I, I think for that instance, once there's some sort of tragic trend happening, I think it was the right way to go. And I'm especially underneath Disney's banner. They don't want that blood on their hands. Definitely do mm-hmm. not. I am, for the sake of any actors who are in scenes that get deleted. Like, for mm-hmm. example, if there was one of those football players who was only in that scene. <laughs> yeah, He was yeah. only in the road scene, and then they deleted Well, I would feel bad for that actor. But otherwise, I think everybody who was in the road scene is also in other scenes. Absolutely. So they'll still be able to have their camera time. Well, the stunt doubles, maybe not. But, uh, oh. yeah, the actors, uh, yes. And that covers the true crime story of movie stunt leads to real-life deadly game in 1993. Sal, thank you for joining me as we get That's a Crime back on track. And uh, we will be back with more crimes. Yeah, thanks for uh, bringing the show back. And thanks for bringing this to my attention. Never heard of the movie, never heard of the stunt, never heard of the crime. So thank you. So thank you so much for listening, and please be sure to subscribe to the That's a Crime podcast and the That's a Crime YouTube live channel. You can also really help us by giving this show a five-star rating on Apple Podcast. And for all you listeners that enjoy sharing your thoughts, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, send us a direct message, or post a comment on any That's a Crime social media platform. We also highly recommend checking out our other podcast and visiting Just Curious Media dot com.